Today's episode revolves around a Facebook post that I saw where someone was asking, how much do I stand in the way during a wedding, specifically during a wedding ceremony, without being rude? As I was going through these comments, I just knew that I had an entire episode I wanted to create dedicated to this because I would love to change the way that the industry thinks about this topic. So today's episode is all about how to get the shot without being obtrusive and why that's even important. You're listening to The Creative Business Plan. I'm your host, Charlie Van Amberg, wedding photographer and business educator. On the podcast, we're all about finding balance between creating the business of your dreams and living a life that you love. Before we dive into the topic, I'm going to go through and read some of the responses on this Facebook post. The original person was asking the question, where do I stand and how do I stand during a wedding without being rude? What is considered rude? And a lot of new photographers have this question. It is a very valid question. Before we dive into the topic, these are the responses that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, honestly. I would rather get the perfect shot than worry about a guest seeing the wedding. Who cares if the guest can see? They're going to forget the majority of the wedding anyway. Do whatever it takes to get this shot. Everything else just takes a backseat. This kind of it's all about photography mentality in the wedding industry is something I would love to change because I wholeheartedly disagree with it. Some people do it and even don't even realize that they're doing it. Some photographers may think that by doing anything to get the shot, they are caring for their clients and their clients' needs. But to me, and just remember, these are my thoughts on the topic, I personally think it's selfish. I see a lot of photographers believing and pushing that photography is the most important part of the wedding, that the entire wedding revolves around photography. It's basically a giant photo shoot instead of about the client's experience and about them getting to experience their own wedding. So first, let's talk about the ceremony itself. The ceremony experience. If you are standing in the front of the aisle a lot, and you feel like you need to stand in the front to get the shot, you probably don't have the right lens for a ceremony. My go-to lens for a ceremony is my 70 to 200 or another long distance lens so that I can get those beautiful up close shots. So it feels like I'm right there without actually being at the front or in the way. When it comes to the ceremony experience, where we stand won't typically affect the couple in the couple's experience that much, but it is ex- affecting the experience of the friends and family that are watching the wedding. Too many photographers are saying, well, we don't really care about the experience of the friends and family. That's not our problem. We don't really care about that. We only care about the couple. And this is something I would love to change. So here are some reasons we actually care about the couple's friends and family that are watching the ceremony and can't see and why we want to create a more non-obtrusive style of shooting, especially for the ceremony. Number one, it's not all about photography. I know, like I said, a lot of people think that 
a wedding revolves around photography, but that's not true. Their friends and family came to see them get married, not to stare at your back. It is incredibly frustrating, and I'm sure a lot of you have been a guest at a wedding where this happened. It's incredibly frustrating from a guest standpoint when you travel across the country, you pay for a nice outfit, you get the kids all together, you get a gift, you go to the wedding, and then you don't even get to see the wedding because the photographer is standing in front of you the entire time. This may not be the people who are paying us, but we need to move towards an overall experience mindset instead of being narrowed in on only the couple's experience. And if you think, you know, number two, that they don't talk to the couple, that's not true. They are going to talk to the couple, whether it's on the wedding day or later down the road when they were like, you know, they get together and they're talking about the wedding. And, you know, they're like, well, the wedding looked beautiful, but unfortunately I couldn't see anything because your photographer, the photos turned out beautiful, but the photographer was in the way the entire time. Or I couldn't see your ceremony. That does look bad on you and could actually affect the way that the couple feels about you. The third and a really important um, part of the, the puzzle here is, and so many photographers don't even think about this or realize this, but every single person in the audience, or that is a guest at the wedding, you know, those friends and family, they could be your next client, or they know someone who could be your next client. Word of mouth referrals are so important to our businesses. It is literally just free advertising. And we are not utilizing that free advertising that is literally right there at every wedding we go to. They are way more likely to book us if someone they know personally had a great experience with us. Even more likely to book you if they were at that wedding and they actually got to see the experience that you provided. So they are way more likely to book you. But if people are in the audience and they are watching you, which if they're getting married or thinking about getting married, they're probably watching you. If they're watching you and they can't see the wedding or they're feeling like you're just always up in the action and you're always in the way, that's not going to leave a good taste in their mouth. You have to remember that your future clients are not just going to be in the wedding party. They are going to be in the guest pool not necessarily those direct people that you're coming in contact with all day long. So to the person who thinks that the guests won't remember the wedding, so it doesn't matter if you stand in front of them anyway, that is not true. Like, I can't even fathom why anyone would think that. You go out of your way to go to this wedding. Like I said, you fly across the country. You buy a new dress. You get all ready to go to this wedding. You want to see your friends and family, whoever it is, get married. They are going to remember that experience. They are going to remember the wedding. Honestly, they're going to remember the wedding way better than you are. And we want to let them experience the wedding. Most people attending the wedding truly do care. I have had so many guests come up to me, you know, I haven't interacted with them yet, but come up to me and thank me for not standing in the aisle the entire time. The first time that someone came up and said that to me, it it was early on in my career and it never really like clicked for me before that. And when someone came up and said that to me, I was like, oh, 
well, I'm, I guess I'm doing it right. But like, I, I bet there's times, especially early on in my career, where I wasn't doing that right. And so it's good to know that it actually mattered to them. So now frequently, I have guests that I have not interacted with come up to me, thank me, tell me that I'm doing a great job. So you are 100% having an impact on potential future clients. Even if your potential future client isn't there, maybe their mom is there or their aunt is there or somebody is there. So if we aren't standing in the middle of the aisle the entire time, what are we doing? Where are we standing? I will start by saying it is impossible to never stand in front of someone. That is not what I am trying to get across here. There will be times that you have to stand in front of someone because we do need to get those shots, but we want to do it in a way that we are cautious about not standing in front of the same person for the entire time or blocking anyone's view for an extended duration. Get your shot and get out of there. When people are walking down the aisle, I stand at the front and I get people walking down the aisle. From there, I'll walk around and I'll mainly use my 70 to 200 lens or a long distance lens for the majority of the ceremony so I have that ability to stand back further. I try to be at the back of the aisle and around the sides, staying out of people's way. Having that long distance lens allows me to do that. I'm still getting those super up close shots. So it isn't passable the entire time if the aisle is really long, if it's a really big wedding, some church weddings, you might have to go up halfway. Um, But really, other than the time where I go up during the ring exchange, I go up pretty close because I get a zoomed in shot, like an up, up close detail shot of them exchanging rings. That is really the only time that I am going to the front of the aisle during the entire wedding. For me, it just, it really isn't necessary. Beyond the ceremony, the same concept is going to apply during other parts of the wedding that people want to see during the reception, your first dances, your speeches. Where are you standing? Are you allowing people to enjoy this moment? I don't personally have to deal with standing in front of people during the first dances typically. Obviously, every venue is different, but I try to photograph a first dance where the guests are behind the couple. Early on in my career, I would always have like a blank wall behind them or just the wall. And eventually I learned that the photo is much more interesting when you have your guests watching them. It adds way more depth to the photo. So I typically am going to have all of the guests behind the couple. When it comes to speeches, it can be a little tricky because you are going to have to stand in front of people because a lot of times they're going to be standing next to the sweetheart table or tables are just a lot tighter together. There isn't that space for you to not stand in front of people. I, again, use my 70 to 200 for this to easily get guest reactions, the person giving the speech, the couple's reactions without being up there. But I do oftentimes have to stand in front of people, but I will stand in front of them. I will get the shot and I try to move out of the way or go stand in front of somebody else for a second and kind of switch it up. So unfortunately, this is kind of an area that is hard not to stand in front of people, but I have seen videographers and photographers in the past that stand in front of the person seeing the 
uh, stand in front of the person giving the speech. And nobody, not even the family, nobody can see it. It's all about the photo and the video for them. And that's just the wrong mindset. And that's just something that I don't want to do. So we want to step back and we want to make sure that we are giving them the space that they need to give a speech, enjoy that moment, you know, be present at their wedding and not feel like I'm in their face taking their photos. In the end for me, it really comes down to giving your couple and their guests the space to experience the wedding and not have that person standing right there, you know, with a camera in their face. You are going to get much more authentic emotions from far away than you are going to when someone feels like they're being watched. We all know the feeling. We know someone's camera is pointed at us. We know they want to take the picture. We don't want to make eye contact. We all have done that. We have all experienced that. So from further away, you're going to get that more natural emotion because they don't necessarily realize that you are taking their picture. My biggest piece of advice is honestly the lens that you are using, getting and utilizing a longer distance lens for those up close shots without actually being up close is going to change the experience that you are able to provide. People's experience can really make or break how they feel about you. You can provide them with the most beautiful photos, but if it's not accompanied by a good experience, then those photos don't matter. Think about when you go to a restaurant. The food was delicious. You you love the food. But the entire experience, the service was bad, the bathroom was gross, whatever, it doesn't matter anymore that the food was great because the service you got, the experience you had brought that down. You are less likely to go back there and less likely to leave them a good review about their food because the experience matters. We need to stop thinking that photography is the only thing that matters and start prioritizing the experience that we provide. I have had several, and when I say several, probably like seven or eight couples so far that have left good, like glowing long paragraph reviews before they have ever even received their full gallery. They've received their sneak peek. They know a little bit of what they're getting, but they're leaving this glowing review before they've ever even received their entire gallery because the experience matters. If you want to know more about how I photograph weddings, I have um, an entire section in the Building the Foundation course, which is basically how I run my entire business course for wedding photographers. Um, There's an entire section about how I photograph weddings throughout the day and my client experience, as well as so much more. So you can find that on my website. Um, That is all for today's episode. I hope it gives you a little bit of a different perspective on something all photographers, all wedding photographers are having to deal with. And hopefully it changes your approach a little bit to how you're photographing weddings. Head over to thecreativebusinessplan.com to check out all the resources for photographers, including the business and marketing course, templates, workshops, mentor sessions, and so much more. Thanks for tuning in today. Watch out for new episodes every week.